it value comes in like you know both sides of that get uh, some share essentially and like there's bad things that come out of it there's also good things that come out of it um so like i mean i know like this is a controversial position among uh, libertarians but like i actually like the idea that um you know if you have a fiat currency then the government can print it and just use that as a source of government revenue um, the reason why I like it is because I think if the government can earn, can get um, money through unobtrusive means, that reduces uh, the extent to which it has to rely on uh, getting money through more intrusive means and, um, you know, rely on like taxation and uh, kind of more direct. Right. The problem is when it's unobtrusive, it's very easy to do it very sneakily. Um, right. And, and uh, at least yeah. tax, taxes have to be collected now, whereas uh, printing yes. can kick the can down the road for the next person to solve. Uh, right, right. This is... Uh, Arguments in the other direction. Yeah, goes. there's a there's a, mor- there's a moral hazard there, and I think we're watching it play out. Where we printed eight trillion dollars last year, and who's going to pay for it? Right. You know, the nice thing about cryptocurrency, of course, is that like the ecosystem is much more transparent, um, and so you know it's easier to uh, analyze and understand what the rules are. And like within the context of a crypto ecosystem, you know, as I mentioned, you can still do very egal- egalitarian things. Um, you can still, you know, reward people who were very important early contributors to things that ended up being very important. Um, so, you know, you can still do um, kind of all of uh, those things. And, you know, we do have a responsibility to get the balance right. But the environment is just inherently a more kind of open and honest one just because, you know, these are decentralized systems and everyone does just they see exactly what's going on. Yeah, it's certainly more transparent. Like you can tell what the money supply of ETH is at any given point. Good luck doing that with the US dollar money supply. Or you can tell what the inflation on ETH is at any given point. And and as you say, there's opportunities to build more applications on top of ETH. And maybe ETH is the app store for decentralized applications. But some of those applications can go on to capture just as much value and create just as much value as ETH itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that'll be... uh, The really interesting development in the last uh, year is just to see applications on top of ETH really creating and capturing and building lots of wealth and and value. And so in that sense, this 2021 and 2020 run-up seem a little different to me than the 2017 run-up, which was based on just, you know, a lot of hype, frankly. Um, Mm -hmm. So as we see sort of crypto playing out, you've also had some very interesting thoughts on everything from radical markets to political philosophy to kind of what happened in 2020 and so on. And we could spend a whole podcast on that, but just at a very high level, you had a really good post on your blog saying end notes on 2020. And it was about a lot more than just crypto. So what else are you really interested in these days? I mean, uh, is it AGI? Is it life extension? Is it public goods? Is it different kinds of voting schemes? What's really on top of mind for you that's not directly crypto related? Some of all of those. Uh, So like, I think the changing uh, kind of way in which economics works is definitely one of those really important topics. The 